welcome back to She Goes Outdoors. So this week, it's just just me in Iowa. They're packing our outdoor cooking description boxes that are just about to head out the door to 160 people Those purchased those boxes. So we're very excited to get them out. And so they took a break from this week's episode, which is perfectly fine because I have brought in a repeat guest uh, from here in Nebraska, and we're going to introduce to you a really cool, cool initiative. March is Women's History Month, and here in Nebraska, we're celebrating women in the outdoors as part of that celebration. Women's History Month is encouraging the um, observance, the celebrating of the vital role of women in American history. Uh, we're going to spend this episode talking females participating in past and present in the outdoors. It all began with one single day in 1908 in New York City when thousands of women united and marched for better labor laws, conditions, and the right to vote. A year later, on February 28th, in a gathering organized by members of a socialist party and suffrage, and socialists gathered for what they called the first International Women's Day. So we're going to fast forward to this year, 2021. Uh, you know, and today we're going to be talking about women and how they're increasingly getting more involved in the outdoors. And so that is what uh, we wanted to celebrate this month in March is female historically and present actively involved in the great outdoors, whether it's from the ecological education to biologists, uh, outdoor related career paths, shooting sports to hunting and fishing, Data proves that females are outside. You know, it, you may see this as a, a different twist of it, but you know, that is the, my guest that I'm about to introduce. That is our twist. <laughs> we are the outdoors and that's, that's what we're celebrating today. When I was hired on at Game and Parks Commission about 13 years ago, you know, there was some women in the agency, but comparatively today, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, women are walking the fields in the game and parks in our agency in the outdoor related fields. Today, I am joined by many more females. They are biologists, educators, conservation officers, uh, administration, park superintendents. A team of females have joined force to specifically highlight Nebraska's outdoor women. And today I am joined by an amazing coworker that she just happens to be a repeat, maybe uh, the first one that has been on the show three times now. Uh, she's So she's definitely not new to the show. And so welcome, Monica McCubery. I think I finally got your last name correct, right? I kind of like macaroni, actually. I've been using that. So keep going with Monica Macaroni. <laughs> We're going to go back. Like I just, when she first got married... Mom, she said she was Monica Keep, and I just struggled with that Macubery name. I don't know why. Oh, I was so flipping hard, but so I started calling her Monica Macaroni. And okay, we're gonna stick to that. Monica Macaroni. Uh, we first introduced her to the show during season one when she shared her story about deer hunting when she was 
pregnant. And then ironically, a few months later, we we brought her back and she talked about animal love. So funny how those two go together. Now we're bringing her back as I think even maybe a different role too. She's moved up in the game and parks world since the, uh, the beginning that, that when she was hired and now she is the state's project wild coordinator. And so welcome Monica uh, macaroni. Let's chat about Nebraska outdoor women. Yeah, thanks, Julia. I'm excited to be back on. Um, I'm also really excited to talk about NOW or Nebraska Outdoor Women because it's kind of a little bit different of a realm than I normally work on um, or people would maybe normally see me. So I'm really excited to kind of collaborate with you and your division and with other women in the division and the Game and Parks Agency as well. Because it has been a while since you've been on the show Will you introduce yourself? Tell us how long you've been with Game and Parks, maybe some outdoor interest, and you know, what the heck do you do? Uh, sometimes I wonder that myself because <laughs> I sometimes don't know what I do. So, um, but yeah, my name is Monica McCubrey. I am the wildlife education specialist. Now I am the wildlife education specialist uh, for the Game and Parks. Um, I started, it'll be nine years ago in August. Uh, when I first started, I was a temporary 11 month uh, position. I was in that position for probably three, two and a half, three years. And then I got a permanent position as the wildlife education assistant. So I was basically a glorified staff assistant. I did some, did some education, but I also did stuff like vehicle logs and inventory on trunks. In 2019, I got the role of wildlife education specialist. So finally got that specialist title. And like you also said, the Nebraska Project Wild State Coordinator. So on a day-to-day basis, I do a lot. Well, now I do a lot of like virtual events, like webinars and talking to people about animals and habitats and ecosystem. Before COVID, I went into a lot of classrooms and talked to kids, anyone from preschoolers to middle school or high schooler about careers at Game and Park. So I kind of do a lot of different things, but a lot of ecological education. Julia, you kind of cover like shooting sports and outdoor skills and that kind of stuff. I do more of the why do we do bird watching or why do we go outside and go hiking, that kind of stuff. So I feel like that fits in kind of to Nebraska outdoor women um, being, you know, two strong female role models here in the agency. It's nice to to be able to show that and, and to kind of put it on the rest of our agency as well. Definitely. And your role we see is more of, it's like a step in the outdoors, whether they're at a young age, even a a toddler is flying that information that they're learning in the classrooms or investigating the great outdoors. That is their first step in the outdoors to introduce themselves, grab that attention. And then that is when, and then we see maybe gradually move or perhaps uh, just looking for a different step in the outdoors. So you hit it on the spot where we have different activities of the outdoors, but yet they still go together. So Yeah. As long as people are getting outside, I really, I don't really care what they do. If they want to garden, if they want to take a walk, if they want to go um, hunt turkeys, if they want to go bird watching or hiking, as long as they're getting out, I think that's yeah. everyone's goal. They're, they're breathing the fresh air they are aware of their surroundings, conservationists, all of that together. You are exactly right. How it is now, what is now? And you were the kind of the brainchild of 
this idea and, and you came to myself and in a committee of our amazing coworkers that happen to be females. And what we all did, we kind of come together and did this brainstorming. You were the um, initiative of this idea. Tell us about it. You know, is this something that you, you dreamt about? You had this like a revelation dream or let's just get into the, the deep of this. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit of a sad statistic, but um, it was, I don't know, maybe like September, October is before Halloween. And my husband and I were sitting on the couch and he was scrolling through Facebook and he showed me this CNN statistic or something about the pandemic and about how women, um, is specifically about an article in Japan. It was about women that it's, it's, this sounds awful, but they were committing suicide at like unprecedented rates. They just feel like more duties have fallen on them as women, as household providers, watching children, trying to struggle with their career and moving up that corporate ladder. And they just didn't have any time for that self care or that self love or doing something that they really wanted to do. So that kind of just stuck in my brain. And then Jamie Bachman and I were actually sitting down talking about doing a cool women's career panel. And I said, well, what if we just did a women's month? And so the reason that we kind of decided it for March is because like Julia said, um, International Women's Day is March 8th. And so um, we really wanted to celebrate that with March. March sometimes is kind of a weird month though to get outdoors it could be super nice it could be you know not so nice but um, there's a lot of cool things that happen in March their spring is coming Game and Parks is a huge uh, turkey hunting Nebraska is a huge uh, turkey hunting state and I think the governor also did a proclamation making it turkey month in Nebraska as well so um, just highlighting all these different series of outdoor things that we can do to make it Nebraska Outdoor Women's Month and like we talked about we don't care how women get outdoors um, we just want them to get outdoors. So if it is hunting or shooting sports or bird watching or Dutch oven cooking or hiking, any of those things, the more they're outside, the more confident they're going to feel, the more knowledge they're going to have. And then hopefully in the future, they will make better conservation decisions, better informed decisions um, for them and future generations as well. What a amazing idea to move forward with. And I also have seen where there's just been a lot of pressure on the females, moms, females in general uh, through the pandemic, you know, and on the opposite side of that, I have seen where, especially when we're in the thick of things this past summer, where moms were taking those kids outdoors, they were exploring, they were hitting the hiking trails, they were finding new things to do with their families. And we're very fortunate here in Nebraska, even in the United States in general, to have those natural, be surrounded by natural surroundings, to have that opportunity. You know, we look at those other countries and what has happened, but honestly, like here in the United States, the the data has shown that females are increasingly, in fact, are the population that is increasingly the most participating in hunting and shooting sports. And I bet anything, you know, that that data would show if we could collect that data, and maybe you have that, Monica, there's participation increasing in all outdoors, outdoor activities. Yeah, they're saying now, I think that it's almost equal um, as far as men and women as outdoor participants. I think now it's like 46% as female and 54% are male that are getting outdoors doing something. 
Um, but like you said, they're one of the fastest growing demographics of people getting outside. And um, like we talked about, we don't care how you get outside, but studies have shown and science shows that there are so many benefits to get outside. There's mental health benefits. There's It reduces stress and anxiety. It builds your immune system. You can decrease your blood pressure. You sleep better. You get better exercise. So all of these things with getting outside all relate to that now or Nebraska Outdoor Women. So um, it's one of the things that we we can control. We can, like you said, we can go outside. We can do anything. I have almost a soon to be two-year-old and she loves to go outside and we spend as much time as possible as we can outside. But it's kind of cool to see so many women, like you said, getting outdoors. Um, they, uh, I saw this really cool statistic um, earlier that said preschool girls, so very young, very, very, very young students, they said their girls are 16% less likely to be taken outside by parents in that age um, than boys. So I want to change that statistic. I want that to oh, be, yeah, yeah 16% less likely than guys. So um, I want to know where's the statistic coming from? Um, I don't know where I got it from, but I did see it. It was on like a it was something about international women and in, in the outdoors. And so yeah, I kind of trust the site, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And they also said that when going outside, um, when thinking about your earliest outdoor experience, 24% of them said it was their mom that took them outside. Whereas 41% of them said it was their dad or their father okay. figure. So um, again, I'd like to change that. I'd like to see it be more even or even I want someone to re remember saying, oh, yeah, I remember my mom took me out or my aunt took me out or my grandma took me out. Right. I, I, I completely agree. And I remember my first time outside. What I was doing is honestly making like mud pies. I played kitchen outside and and the food that I fed my pretend house or my pretend family was mud pie cake. And, then you know, we're seeing more and more of that young females want to participate in shooting sports and archery and, and go hunting too. And many times it is the female, it is the mom that is making those decisions for the household. And so, you know, with like our Becoming an Outdoor Woman program, we're seeing an increase in, in maybe single moms or moms that are participating in these programs because they want to learn how to be able to take their kids themselves and to be comfortable with that. And so, you know, that's why Monica and I and our other uh, fellow co-workers across the agency, even our, um, you know, our, our partners such as Pheasants Forever and NWTF are creating these programs for females so that they can learn that themselves and then educate others as too. Yeah. And I feel like I relate really well to that statistic or that programs that you talk about because how I got interested in, in hunting and stuff is through friends um, and through, um, especially I remember the first time I went turkey hunting was with Marissa Jensen, who's now the program coordinator for National Pheasants Forever. And uh, she was just like, hey, let's go. And I was like, well, I don't really know. I, I don't really know how to do it. And and going with another woman um, who is also kind of closer to my age felt, make me feel more confident. And I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want to feel silly. And so I feel like 
that is a great way to get women to do stuff like that and to try those things. And then again, building that confidence and building that knowledge, I feel better taking my daughter someday outside to do those things. Definitely. So let's, uh, let's step, let's go into again, a little bit more detail in it now. Talk about this proclamation and, and what exactly is this proclamation? Well, um, so Game and Parks applied for a proclamation to make March um, kind of, I guess, officially uh, now. So Nebraska Outdoor Women's Month. So it was a signed proclamation by Governor Ricketts, um, who kind of is just letting everybody know that um, this is what's happening and uh, making Nebraska Outdoor Women's Month in March something to kind of just everyone be aware of. So we wanted to get an official proclamation so that we could, you know, put it out to press releases and, and kind of make it official and show everyone uh, what we're doing with that. So we'll have a bunch of events we have some social media posts planned, but um, kind of that's just kind of a little bit about the proclamation itself. Yeah, and it's brought us all together to uh, bring, like you said, these events, a lot of virtual events. And Monica will get into that here in a minute, but statewide, even some of this is just an initiative, even from some of our partners across the state borders. And so we're very excited about that. Uh, why don't you share maybe these events or these virtual programs or kind of some different projects that we've been we've been working on to bring everyone together? Yeah, so um, we have a few kind of larger events planned for uh, Nebraska Outdoor Women's Month being, I think, the first year and still kind of being a little bit in the midst of a, you know, global pandemic. We um, it's a little it's a little smaller um, than it's going to be hopefully in the future. I plan for this to be an annual thing. Um, and so making it bigger and better every single year. So uh, for this year, we have a couple larger events. One of them is happening on uh, Thursday, March 11th. Um, it's a night program from 630 to 730. Um, we have a, um, a guy who's kind of helped us out at our outdoor expos before. He is a Teddy Roosevelt, I don't want to say impersonator, but he is a he looks just like him, talks just like him, has the knowledge of Teddy Roosevelt. So Teddy Roosevelt is going to be talking to us uh, virtually about women and kind of the, the conservation history of women. So um, he's going to be talking about it um, over Zoom. It's a free event. Um, registration is required, but it is a free event for anyone to attend. Um, and so he will go ahead and talk to us a little bit about how women got started in conservation and how we've seen that move through um, over a hundred years um, to where we are now. So um, yeah, there's another one. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. This is like, I've seen a similar presentation before that um, his name is actually Adam Lindquist and Adam uh, plays that role of Teddy Roosevelt. And I'm telling you, you will honestly feel, you will feel that Teddy Roosevelt himself from that era is talking to you. He does an amazing job of that. And he, as the role of Teddy Roosevelt, he'll take you back to that era, that, that day, that era, and, and share with us that, that female have been conservationists. They've been hunters and gatherers way back when you know, we go back in history and we, you know, we see that perspective. It, it, it was the men that were the hunters and gatherers for the family, but 
he's going to share some really cool stories of females that some of those first females that were out there hunting with these huge long barrel guns and uh, even dating back to, he shares a really cool story about the plumages and how women used to wear all these plumages in their hats and share how uh, that initiative, who was involved in that initiative to stop, basically stop killing birds so that we would stop putting plumages in our hats. Uh, it's definitely, I definitely encourage you, everyone to register for that and listen. Um, you'll definitely love it. And it brings that cool history side too, which we don't necessarily always think about the outdoors. We kind of think about what's happening now. So it's yeah. kind of neat that he'll bring that, that cool knowledge from the, from the past into the present so definitely another event that we have that's kind of neat it will be kind of a wrap-up event for the end of the month uh, which is happening on march 25th it's also a night event from 7 to 8 p.m we're going to have an all women conservation career panel so a bunch of different women from across the state in different roles in conservation um, come talk to us in a virtual career panel about their successes, their failures, their challenges in the field as women. How do they balance home life and work life? And um, what do you do when you're a woman and working with eight other guys and you have to go pee? Um, like just kind of those questions that some of us want to know. And um, so I encourage people to come in and ask questions and, and listen to their stories. You know, I even encourage like college students or high school students to listen to that. You know, if you're thinking about a career path to take, uh, definitely that would be something to share and listen to, um, get ideas of motivation to some a career to work towards too. And some of these women have been in this career for career field for 10, 15, some 20 plus years. And it will be interesting to see, uh, talk to them about how women have changed. Um, if you have ever talked to, uh, Joanne Sturdy, who's up in law enforcement. She's been here at Game of Parks forever. And she she remembers when uh, talking to her, she remembers when women were supposed to just sit there and look pretty um, as far as a women's role in uh, wildlife conservation. But looking now, we like Julia said, we have women that are shooting sports coordinators and hunter education specialists and outdoor education specialists and private landowner biologists. And, and it's cool to see how things have changed over the years. Sitting there look pretty is um, by far not even part of our job anymore. No, not at all. As, as we're recording this, wearing our hoodie sweatshirts and our uh, hair pull up and ponytails. Yeah. get that look pretty thing. <laughs> Another good thing about do Zoom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Zoom, they didn't even know what Zoom was back then. No. <laughs> okay. So I thought it was kind of fun because, you know, where was this Nebraska outdoor women, the now? And that was one of our good friend, Jamie Bachman. I think she, we were sitting there brainstorming. She's like, what about now? And she's so creative and a really cool way of just, yeah, outdoor women now. Love it. So here's some cool facts, and we've, we've talked about some data. Women are currently fastest growing segment uh, in the hunting and shooting sports, uh, that demographic across the country, which is so cool to see. And, and this statistics has been pumped out here for several years now and increasingly more. Currently, women account for about 15% of the hunters nationwide and 11% in Nebraska. That 
particular data, I believe was 2020, you know, we're able to collect that data because through permit sales. So, so we know where that data is coming from and, and we know that that number continues to grow. In 2020, women made up 40% of one of the largest surges in firearms purchasing in history. You know, that, that firearms may be for the hunting world and, or that firearms for perhaps just like pistols. You know, we've seen an, an increase in gun sales for all sorts of, you know, shooting sports, whether it's just to, to go out and to go to the ranges, maybe if it's for that stress, maybe it's just for competition and in the hunting world, which is, you know, just as great. And we, you know, the, those women have been conservation historically. And, and Monica brought that up where we're taking this connection historically and bringing that presentation, which Adam, Link, Adam Lindquist will present to us on March 11th. It, it is super cool to continue to see this, this growth, influential women, because I feel like, you know, we are influential on each other. That's where some of these programs have come in where, you know, we, we do it. They, we, there's always that joke that women go in as groups. You know, we go, we go into the bathroom, the bathroom as groups. groups, but, you know, we're going into the outdoors literally as groups. Women or females, you know, we'll go by ourselves. We'll learn by ourselves, which is, which is great. That power up to ourselves, but we also seek mentors and we, we seek to look up to people that are doing things that we want to do. And so this career panel that Monica is putting together is great because, you know, we could see them as our mentors. Monica said her mentor, a female that she looked up to was Marissa that asked her to go hunting with her. So I know Julia is going to talk about our website here in a little bit, but, um, one of the cool things about our website too is it has a lot of like basic information on how just to get outdoors. So if you're like, huh, Dutch oven cooking sounds interesting, but I don't even know what that is. We have stuff on our website that just talks about those basics of what you can do outdoors. So even if you want to go outdoors, but you don't really know what to do or how to get started, that's kind of a huge thing about um, Nebraska Outdoor Women's Month as well. It's it's taking everyone and every skill level. So whether you're um, the best, bad, most addis rock climber in Nebraska to beginning outdoor cooking. So we have a whole range of people and, and we're definitely not excluding anybody or any skill level as far as Outdoor Women's Month. Definitely. And, and we're bringing this, all these topics or all these skills together onto one web page uh, within our Outdoor Nebraska website that is going to showcase many of the things or many activities or skills that you can learn or do um, as, as a female. Or honestly, you know, we continue to say females, even males. I mean, check these, this stuff out, you know, find, learn. I, I take this a step back because Many times we are contacted by men to looking for something for their, I, now don't, I'm not, I don't want this to sound wrong, but they're looking for something for their wife to do. And it's not, I'm not putting that in a mean way that they're like, you know, I really think my wife would enjoy to learn this particular outdoor skill. And it is so cool to see that and hear that. So, you know, Anybody is welcome to check out this website, even young females, uh, kids, 
all the way through adults. So, yep, this website that she has brought up is going to list, you know, it's going to focus on careers that potentially could take, um, what is our upcoming events, and then what are really cool is our resources. All these amazing programs that we offer through Game and Parks Commission, in addition to some of our um, our partners, such as Pheasants Forever, you know, like Pheasants Forever has Women on the Wing, all these other amazing programs that that you can do. Monica, what did I miss about that website? It was just kind of a short blurb. Yeah, I mean that's basically all it is. I was just looking at it, just basics on how to get started. And so when you go on there, we have you know, a calendar that is going to have all of our events on it as well. And then it's kind of divided by resources. So birding, outdoor skills, careers, like Julia mentioned. And so, and it's not just game and parks information. A lot of it is yes, because that's who we are. But she said, we're also collaborating with people like Pheasants Forever and um, like the DNRs and our Ds, that kind of stuff. So there's a lot, we're all in this together as, as cliche and as corny as that sounds, we we work a lot together. And so having um, different resources from different outdoor agencies or organizations is also something we wanted to highlight too. Yeah, I'm loving this and how we're putting it together. And this web page, I'll have that listed on our She Goes Outdoors Facebook page. It'll also be posted on our Nebraska Becoming an Outdoor Woman page. You're definitely going to see it everywhere. And that is, that's our goal as we want to teach this and spread the word, you know, and Monica has mentioned a couple of times that it's, this is just not going to be this coming month or the March. We are literally going to continue this initiative, this education uh, moving forward. We're not just going to forget it about, you know, and when March is over, we're going to continue to push it. We're using March as Women's History Month and International Women's Day as a day to the inauguration of the program, I could say. It is the, it's the major, it's the kickoff, uh, the big boom, the fireworks, and then we're going to, to continue moving forward with it. Is that, I guess, is that how you're seeing it, Monica? That was a perfect way to say it. Yes, absolutely. We're not going to just have it for March, but March, like you said, is kind of the, the fireworks for spring and let's kick off the rest of the year getting outside and then um, slow down in the winter and then revamp up again in 2022. Right. You know, I don't even know if we'll slow down in winter. I, that's that's true. I don't You're know right. about you, Monica, but my winter sure did slow down. <laughs> no, not at all. Maybe those couple days when it was like negative 26, but otherwise you're right. It's just as busy as any other time of the year. Yeah, exactly right. And we haven't slowed down. And, and that's what I love about our programs is, you know, just because maybe it's too cold to be outside, we, we are continuing to educate and, and promote those opportunities 12 months out of the year. Uh, and I continue to see kind of going back to these programs that we've been offering historically. And, and it's funny how we bring this up because this year is Nebraska's uh, BOW or Nebraska's Becoming Outdoor Woman 30th anniversary so we're pretty stoked about that. We're hoping as we move forward that we'll be able to, to get together and do a celebration. And also our park centennial. So that's also neat. Uh, exactly. Celebrating that as well. It's a great year. It is. It, it, we're going to have fun this year. 
So Monica, where can we, what is this website that we continue to talk about? Tell us that web address. Yeah, so like Julie said, it's just another page within our larger Game and Parks website. So it's going to be Outdoor Nebraska, all spelled out, .gov slash N-O-W or slash now. So OutdoorNebraska.gov slash now. And I'm very excited and I can't wait till... Uh, Governor Ricketts of Nebraska posts our proclamation up on his Facebook. I, I follow him on Facebook and it's always so exciting to see those proclamations posted. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to share the heck out of that when it oh, posts yeah. out there. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, we, we've been talking about Nebraska mainly, you know, because, because Monica and I are both in Nebraska, but Certainly, we know we have a lot of listeners that hear us from different states. Check out your own state uh, female resources. You know, what is out there for your women's programs nationwide? Uh, become, there's a Become an Outdoor Woman, WIDO, that is part of NWTF's program. I guarantee that whatever state you're listening to, listening to us from, that there are amazing women conservationists in your states and educators within your state that are doing similar initiatives to get you outdoors. Well, Monica, I appreciate you joining me again on the show. It's always a pleasure. Um, I can't wait till the weather warms up a little bit more because, well, March is turkey month. Maybe you and I need to get out there and do some turkey hunting this spring. Yeah, yeah, we've never done that together. We should this year. All right. Well, as I wrap this up, I want to make the big announcement again that our next, our subscription box available on our website. This coming theme is focus on fishing. Fishing is a great segment into the outdoors, whether you want to learn how to fish yourself, take family members outdoors, it is available on our SGO Outdoors website. You can purchase that. Uh, we're taking purchases now, and then you can see um, on the website that when those boxes will be shipped out to you. So you definitely don't want to miss this one. Think about maybe this box purchasing for someone uh, for Mother's Day that is coming up. Birthdays, anything. This, I'm telling you, you're going to love this subscription box. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or our She Goes Outdoors website. That is sgooutdoors.com. We are continuing to brainstorm and think about what to talk about in our episodes for the year of 2021. Leave us some feedback. What do you want to learn about? Uh, send us some shout outs, some guests that we could interview. Are not already, you can subscribe to this podcast on our escooutdoors.com website, or, or you can follow us on your favorite podcast app. Again, thank you for joining us and we will see you outdoors. Outdoors.